great news, everybody. I think you should expect real food shortages. Has anybody heard this yet? I'm so excited. We have some really dark stuff to talk about. That's why the dark glasses are on. You got to prepare yourself. You got to get in the mood. Things are going to be bad. And, and, and trust me, they're going to get worse. So Joe Biden went overseas and uh, was talking to the group of seven, you know, a totally not nefarious group of politicians getting together to discuss certain things that are going to impact the rest of the world. Do they actually call themselves the group of seven or did you just make that up? No, no, no. It's called the group of seven. <laughs> Joe Biden said that the world will experience food shortages as a result of Russia's invasion of Ukraine and production increases were a subject of discussion at the group of seven meeting on Thursday. So just so you understand, your gas prices are going up. Why? Because Russia invaded Ukraine. Now we're not going to have as much food because Russia invaded Ukraine. It gets better. Wait a minute. I'm trying to figure out if somebody did this as parody because the the level of gymnastics here, you wait and see. This is why I didn't want to tell anybody what we were going to do. Okay? It's going to be real, Joe Biden said at a news conference in Brussels. The price of sanctions is not just imposed upon Russia. It is imp imposed upon an awful lot of countries as well, including European countries and our countries as well. So the whole point of sanctions was to go after Fuck everybody. <laughs> but now, yes, all of us are going to get fucked. Food shortages are a real thing. And hey, it's the least we could do. Is your conscience clean? Your colon's about to be right? because there's going to be no food going through it. I am but... so glad you brought that up. <laughs> the virtue signaling on Facebook is going to be at a whole new level. This is going to be like what 9-11 on Facebook would have been if it was around back then. Oh, my goodness. You oh, know, fuck. That's one thing I'm grateful for. We're going to start uploading profile photos with, like, empty, clean plates and, like, solidarity for the fucking... <laughs> see, ladies and gentlemen. Wait and see. Oh, fuck. I am absolutely beside myself. I, I, didn't, I couldn't say anything because I didn't want... I wanted people to hear that, like, as if you were hearing it for the first time. So... Ukraine and Russia are both major producers of wheat. We in the United States, I guess, are not. Shucks. You know, that whole area of the fucking West and Middle West that produces wheat and corn. Corn. The other fucking shit that we use. No. No. Well, that's going to have to go to them, though. We can't eat it because they're starving. <laughs> oh, okay. In particular, in Kiev's, want to get that right, government has already warned that the country's planting and harvesting has been severely disrupted by the war i think that would be pretty obvious to state hey we're in the middle of a war sorry the farmers are too busy stealing russian tanks instead of being able to do their job we're gonna be a little bit short this time around okay it, not a big deal is he suggesting that the food sort short the shortages are coming from us supplying other countries i don't know so I, like we're gonna go without so like others can have so we've like kind of you know been the sacrificial lamb like what what's happening here you'll know that we've entered a whole new phase of this unmitigated disaster that is well i guess i can't even call it reality because brian challenged our concept of reality prior to the start of uh karl marx taking over the show <laughs> uh, we should have just recorded that 
Yeah, because oh. Brian shot his load before we ah, pants. I'll do my best. I'm still young. <laughs> <laughs> I've been drinking coffee. It's okay. I mean, I he has a very small refractory period. <laughs> you know, he shoots his wad, give him a, like a sip of water in 30 seconds. He's ready to go again. That ain't me, man. I need a fucking day and a half to recover. Like I'm going to be like f- a sandwich. Yeah. Grab <laughs> some ribs, club sandwich, maybe a Cobb salad. Oh, that's right. I'm not going to be able to enjoy any of that because no, you get bugs. You're going to eat the bug and you're going to live in the pod. You're going to be happy. When we start seeing advertisements, advertisements for those of you across the pond for Victory Gardens and, like Brian said, the Clean Plate Club. (laughs) Or, like what they did is the uh, No Meat Mondays for the troops during the Second World War and not having butter. Give it a fun name. Maybe it's not a fun name. No Food Friday. Hey, let's (laughs) let's all not eat for the troops on friday hey a bunch of hippies told me all you technically need is sunlight because we're apparently just fucking plants if you meditate hard enough you don't need food it's cool you're well you're forgetting that your charge <laughs> port is your butthole so you gotta you gotta aim that towards the sun in order to Ugh. recharge i'm not enjoying this one bit i'm not enjoying nah, this at all fucking depressing it really is oh it's gonna get so much worse though come on this might be the best life ever gets ever again we gotta have some fun oh we are gonna have some fun i might even go out to dinner tomorrow like you know what we should just all start running up the credit cards and (laughs) call tyler durden and have him blow it all up in 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 minecraft or wherever tyler durden universe is not in real life yet oh and you watch the fucking mr robot like you would love that show. I have not. I have not started it, sir. I'm stuck on Fallout Four. My kid convinced <laughs> me to spend five dollars at the at the the record exchange to get Fallout Four. Well, the disc didn't work, or something happened where the download wasn't happening. So I had to use the Game Pass, and then it took eight hours to download. So like, I'm still getting caught up, and like, I'm angry at the game, but I can't stop myself from playing it. And um, so I'm, yeah, I'm kind of I feel with Tarkov, man. Well, you know, I I don't I'm not a cool kid. I don't have access to lots of money to build a nice machine. Someday I will. Um, It's just not not right now. And maybe it'll be never because think of all the money you'll save not buying food. Like you'll have plenty of money laying around for you're absolutely right. I I will eat nothing. Right. So, uh, uh, you know, starvation Sunday, something think about make it make it a fun game with you and your kids and um, your relatives and stuff. And I mean, Hey, don't eat your children. <laughs> what? You know, I, I'm not even going to laugh <laughs> because they made signs like that during the whole Oldemore in you. Yeah. Seriously. Can you fucking imagine? Hey, don't eat your children, comrades. You know, we know you're starving and we know cause it's our fault, but don't eat your kids. Um, what a world. Um, what, what a shitty place. It really is terrible. <laughs> So, yeah. So anyway, so uh, Biden said at the G summit in Brussels that he and can and Christopher's favorite Canadian prime minister, Justin Trudeau, um, also nose prick. <laughs> prick with a vowel at the end of his name, just like me, two pricks in a pod. Trudeau. Uh, both just increasing. You know, what's interesting about their port, their way of speaking French is it's the way that the French spoke it when they got to the continent in the 16th century and it hasn't changed the way french changed in france 
So it's almost like a, a separate dialect of French spoken in Quebec versus what it's spoken um, on the continent. Anyway, that's useless information and my head is full of it. Uh, discussing increasing their nation's agricultural production to try to, that's another thing. So Alberta, Saskatchewan, Manitoba, and even Ontario, because I think that's where Heinz ketchup gets their tomatoes is from that little arm that goes into the asshole of Michigan where Detroit is. Um, I think that's where they grow a lot of the tomatoes, as some of you say, across the pond. So, like, apparently we just don't have enough food in this country. We don't have enough. Uh, well, they're going to get rid of meat anyway, because meat is evil. Uh, they're going to get rid of um, they're going to get rid of everything. And like, yeah, we're going to start eating the the, the cockroaches and the millipedes that uh, hang out in your basement after hard rain. Maybe apparently lentils as well. Lentils. Yeah, you're going to go you're going to go to Chipotle and you're going to get yourself a burrito filled with fucking roaches no rice, just lentils, and you're going to be, you know, they're going to, avocado is going to be a problem too, because that's owned by the cartel now. So the cartels in the avocado industry, like none of this stuff is good. Like those of you, like I saw a sign today when I was walking uh, the dog on my lunch break. So I take a lunch break and I take the dog for, we do about a mile and almost two miles, almost two miles at lunch break. It's the uh, great opportunity for the big poop. You know what I mean? You got to get out there. I don't want to be bothered later on in the night with the desperation shit. So let's get it out now. Let's have a nice walk, have a nice poop, move on with it. And somebody had a sign in the front of their house that said, welcome to the world, whatever the baby's name was. And I was thinking to myself, and I was like, you know what? That's nice. And then immediately my reality brain checked in. We were like, that kid's going to have an awful life. Like, what? what a time to show up. Like, what a sh like Christopher Angel and myself had at least a good decade or two. Mm -hmm. before the poop hit the uh, the air conditioning, right? So like the 80s, now grant you, I was a child, a very little child in the 80s. So like the reality of nuclear holocaust didn't really click with me until I was about eight years old, seven years old. So, but like Voltron and He-Man were happening, right? And Pac-Man had a fucking cereal and uh, there was arcades to go to at the mall. The mall is this place, kids. Where people <laughs> it's now on Amazon in your community. Don't worry. <laughs> now on Amazon. That's right. It's new Empire built upon the ashes of the old. And we used to go to this place called the mall and it would have an arcade. Now an arcade is where you would stand at these machines and sometimes you would sit depending on the kind like they had one that was a Star Wars one where you got to fly in the X Wing and you would go into the um the trench that was in the uh, on the, the Death Star. And you would have to, and you'd hear Obi-Wan to use the force and like you would shoot at uh, TIE fighters and stuff. And anyway, we'd have a great time. You go there with a couple of quid, you show up, get the tokens, and you would spend the day there. Maybe it would go down to the food court and get something to eat. You could smoke with cigarettes all the way through the 90s at the food court, especially at the Rolling Acres uh, location. And I smoked with cigarettes all the time because there was a guy, he operated a tobacco shop right around the corner. And he also sold us underage cigarettes, and we allowed he allowed us to buy pornographic magazines, even though we weren't old enough. Because the man, what a philanthropist, champion of the people. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like it was right? great, dude. Like you pick up your porn mags, your cigarettes, my my Zippo lighter fluid that I threatened to uh, to set somebody on fire with at a McDonald's like a couple of years later. Because uh, they were they, they were making fun of me or talk. So I squirted them with the lighter fluid and I, I ignited my lighter and I threatened to set them on fire. I mean, I would have gone to jail, but I mean, I mean, the threat that ended that. Yeah, the threat worked. Right. He left. He left. I'm not condoning that. I mean, 
but I mean, it's effective. I, w- I would have believed you. Like you have, especially with them glasses, sir. Yeah, I didn't have these back then. I didn't have any gnarly ass pit vipers, man. I'm enjoying <laughs> myself with these things. It's nice and dark, like our future. Um, so right, right, right. It's, it's no good. Uh, Biden said he's also urging all nations, including those in Europe, <laughs> to drop their restrictions to ease the um, the the exportation of food. So just to recap what this demented old bat had to say, expect real food shortages due to the war in Ukraine. <laughs> I don't even know how to like, I didn't eat, I, like, I need to read the article. I, I don't understand. There, I read it to you. There is nothing to, else to understand. It's, it's Russia's fault that you're not going to eat enough. That your Christmas dinner this uh, year I need may not have weight. a ham, but we'll have a pile of fucking millipedes for you. You know, millipedes and lentil pie. Oh, my yeah. God. That's American is this communist horse shit. So <laughs> it's uh, it's convenient to blame a war over there for me not having Reese peanut butter cups. And by the way, if that happens, that is an I will take it as an act of war and uh, there will be a response. <laughs> Isn't globalism amazing, though? Like, n- it's supposed to be this big, wonderful thing, but it's like if anything happens on the other side of the planet, everybody's fucked now. It's uh, hey, every time a Nigerian got diarrhea on the pipeline, they raise gas prices. It doesn't matter. Or they're like, we're switching to our summer blend. So that's why there's an <laughs> right switching to our summer blend. <laughs> I'm not joking. Look it up. Angel, look, it up. has a much different bouquet. <laughs> It has a much sweeter aroma when you burn it through your internal combustion. <laughs> a blend of gas. Uh, all the time. Yes. Gasoline. 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 So, okay. yeah. No, yeah, it's no good. Look, I mean, the, the, the stories that are being generated right now, this is an interesting time to be alive. Yeah, no, it's a fucking... Okay, okay I'm going to pull it up. Pull that shit up. It's a fucking legitimate thing. Like, I don't I fucking I, like you. not that I didn't believe you and not that Chris didn't believe you. We're just like WTF, mate. Um, <laughs> annual switch to summer blend gasoline will make prices balloon again. Experts say again. what the fuck is happening? The end. Like, did, <laughs> did you did you see that that tweet by fucking ice tea? I thought that that was hilarious because I knew it was a joke the minute he he put right he's because he yeah cops he's a right right yeah yeah that was great it got robbed at the gas station there's 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 also some sad news here ladies and gentlemen that I do have to share with you uh, McDowell's has suffered a great blow in Russia see McDowell's pulled out of operations I mean pulled... fuck McDonald's hang on a minute no Let's, listen no, they no, no. got I you said mcdowell's i was like what <laughs> they got rid of the all-day fucking breakfast sandwich and that's the only sandwich aren't I really you patriotic like. though like listen, this is for the war listen right i'll gladly pay four dollars a gallon for gasoline if it means holding russia accountable if it means that they closed in russia that they bring back the fucking breakfast sandwich i'm all for it Other all than day. That, i don't give a shit fuck mcdonald's well okay well here we go so allegedly we have a video here um that's of a mcdonald's that they changed the m to look like a b and i don't know what that again i don't do cyrillic so it says the first video of a new russian replacement to mcdonald's called uncle vanya's so they just moved the M, the golden arches, to the side 
and then you know stuck a line there to make it look like a B, I guess, and just renamed it. It literally still has the golden arches on the inside of the restaurant. They forgot that part. So like tough times in uh, Soviet Russia, no good. Um, McDonald's has gone under and it's been replaced by Uncle whatever the fuck its name is. So I mean, again, th- these are Uncle, very diff- go fuck yourself, McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I the- mean, like, do you? After reading all of like the Alan Dulles fucking like financial interests during World War II shit, it's like, do you think these companies are really pulling out, or do you think they just have media organizations saying, "Hey, we're suspending all business so we can look like we're doing good shit and supporting the cause," but really, it's like we're going to put a facade up and maybe run money a different place, but we're still going to do business under new new management, a new name, like whatever. I you think, know what I mean? I think it's possible. I, I mean, it's definitely possible, and it's like you. I, I mean, I don't know how many places they had, but it's like you have all this brick and mortar shit sitting over there. You have all this fucking merchandise that's over there. That's like probably going to go bad before you can do anything with it. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know either, man. Like it's, it's, it's a difficult question to ask. And now there's other interesting articles. I think you guys are going to really enjoy this one because I, the media doesn't know because there's such a blackout in, in Russia that they can't really get any information so I think that they're just making shit up like they're throwing like darts at a dartboard with different stories. And they're like, let's see which one we're going to run next. So this one is great. Vladimir Putin warned he could be assassinated by his own daughter. <clears throat> this is from Chuck Bradley from the express.co.uk, a periodical of great note, if you're asking. Russian President Vladimir Putin continues to be targeted by sanctions after he ordered his forces into to invade Ukraine. Not necessary to spout that line off. We've been here unless you've been living under a rock. You know that you're paying extra for gas for the war for the Ukrainians. Today, Prime Minister Boris Johnson, Bojo, as Christopher and he's called, said <laughs> Bojo, Bozo, same thing. Western allies will increase the economic pressure on Russia, including restrictions on Moscow's gold reserves. Yeah, that'll get them to love us again. We need to do more, and we need to do more economically. Can we can we do more to stop him using his gold reserves, for instance, in addition to his cash reserves? I don't know if Bojo talks that way, but it's a good idea, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 a devious scheme, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the more the more uh, the more pressure we apply now, particularly on things like gold, I believe the more we can shorten the war. Right, yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen. He also appears to be coming under some pressure domestically. This week, an an envoy to Putin, Anatoly Chubias, Chubias, Chubbiness, whatever, quit his post and fled the country in protest. Yeah, that'll show him. I quit and I'm leaving the country. Not putting a bullet into this guy's head. No, I'm just, I, I quit. Uh, growing unrest in Russia has sparked speculation that there could be an attempt to remove Putin from power. Good luck with that. Speaking to news.com.au this week, Russia expert at Chatham House, Nikolai Petrov, sounds like a Call of Duty character, made a surprising claim that a member of Putin's own family would be among the most likely candidates to try to assassinate the Russian president. Right, because Putin's daughter's having a hard time with these embargoes and fucking all these uh, these restrictions um, and sanctions. I'm sure that Vlad Putin's daughter is just apoplectic, cannot believe it, and is just barely hanging on to sanity. You know, the boss's daughter, I'm sure she's wanting. And like, you know something? I'm going to kill my own fucking dad is what it's going to take. 
Isn't it going to be sad, right? But I'll go do what I got. Isn't it? Isn't it? <laughs> he said, it is, dot, 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 to build the suspense. It is, dot, dot, dot. The first time in Putin's Russia that there have been so many individual and collective protests against Kremlin actions. Well, they need the free labor to operate the gulags, so this is working out perfectly. They haven't had this kind of uh, uh, labor influx uh, since Stalin, for Christ's sake. So the Russians are going to have everything they need to extract all the resources that they're going to get domestically that they can't you know, trade for with slave labor, because that's just the natural way to do things in that part of the world, I guess. Um, so public support for the Kremlin's military adventure, which is far from unconditional even now, will decline rapidly and steadily as the high price becomes clear, both in human lives and the complete upending of normal life by the state. I don't share this optimistic appraisal of the situation. I don't know about the rest of you, but um, first of all, there was a lot of repetitive jargon in this article with a quick snippet that some fucking guy, Nikolai Petrov, just randomly suggests, like, shit, what do I got to do to get do I, to get a check? Oh, I know. I'll tell the newspaper. I know that his daughter's thinking about whacking her own father. That's what I'll tell him. And he probably got paid handsomely for this article. I don't think Vlad Putin's daughter is going to take him out. I'm sorry, you guys. I know that a lot of people would, you know, upset about the gas prices. You're hoping that his daughter will kill his, you know, like a Luke Skywalker moment, you know. And maybe she has an Obi-Wan type of confidant. That is saying, hey, you should kill your dad, you know. <laughs> He's not your dad anymore, really. He's more machine than man now. Twisted and evil. Those of you who know the reference will get it. Those of the rest of you that don't, get Disney Plus. Watch the movies. You'll understand. Um, so, no, I don't think that that's happening at all. At all. So, I don't know, guys. It's, uh, it's, not, um, it's not looking good for us out there. And then I saw North Korea tested a long-range missile. Fuck yeah. I mean, this I mean, they've been doing they've been doing that like when I was in Japan, they shot missiles over Japan and it was kind of we all got the text message where it was like, hey, North Korea's doing some shit. And it's like, oh cool, like neat. But we were we all were eating lunch and it was just like, all right, like I guess we're just gonna sit here. Well, um what else are you gonna do there? Uh, like <laughs> wait, wait, I have a good one. So before the show, Angel informed me that there's somebody who does contract work. That, uh, that through the business that she works in, that, that literally said it was the dumbest thing I heard all day until I read that article. So unfortunately, Angel's story is going to get bumped down to a silver medal. Thus far, Brian has a whole arsenal of shit he's going to unload on us. Oh, man, I hope I can do it effectively. I, oh, it's a story I forget. The fucking, uh, the guy you said that he heard that China's going to try to invade? Oh, I mean, that's, yeah. That's, Taiwan? No, the USA. Oh, oh shit. I mean... I'm not worried. That's I'm actually less worried about that than I am Russian nukes. Like Russian nukes, that's a, that's a, that's in the realm of possibility. The Chinese Liberation Army. I mean, you can have California. We won't even stop you. Right, right. Yeah, you can take that. You, can you think they that. want California though? Really? I don't know. Like, I, I, I mean, where do you draw the line? Like Nevada, Full Metal Magdalene is in Las Vegas. We got to help her. She's a nice lady. You know, and then we got friends in Oregon and Washington State, but half of those places are run by the Communist Party, as it were, anyway. So what do we do here? What do we do here? But I, I even California compliant gun owners are still going to be pretty good at picking off Chinese communists as they come off the boat. I'm not necessarily worried about that. It's the dumbest thing I ever heard. 
they're going to what? Bring a flotilla past Hawaii? Or are they going to sneak around? Like, what, what are they going to go like around uh, Africa and come up the Atlantic? And they'll, and people are like, oh, they'll never think that we'll go this way. They think we're going to go through the Pacific, but wait and see this trick. I'm going to go this way, all the way around. I'm going to take the long way. Like, it's just not going to happen. It's just that, like, that Red Dawn scenario was not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. As exciting as it sounds, I think it's fully retarded. Now, <laughs> moving on to more retard business, and we have a lot of it today. So Klaus Schwab, or Sh- is it Schwab or Schmidt? Schwab. Oh, that's right. Klaus- Schmidt? <laughs> He's going to Washington. Klaus Schmidt is the guy. Is that Smith? No, no, no. Klaus Schmidt is the guy who hung out with um, Graham Hancock at the Gobekli Tepe thing. That's who Klaus Schmidt is. That's why I was thinking about. It. No, Klaus Schmidt's a good guy. He's dead, but he's a good guy. This this Charles Schwab's cousin from Germany. Charles Schwab. Go ahead. Go ahead. What? What? what now? Oh, well, okay. So actually, give him what context? Uh, all this, like we've talked about, Great Reset before, but it's like it keeps popping up, and like everything is kind of playing into it. It's hard to tell. So. The whole basis of this was I shared a couple of tweets with Jay and he was like, Hey, look into this. Tell me, tell me what you can come back with. So like over an hour and a half, I found a ton of shit. So we're going to like try to go off the most uh, important stuff that I can find. But uh, what the tweet that I sent you was talking about how Vladimir Putin and Justin Trudeau are both a part of the world economic, eh, world economic forums, leadership training, I guess like over the past few weeks, like the world economic forum kind of cleansed their website a little bit. <laughs> some of the sh- some of their profiles and like the information regarding those two, but enough people already were talking about it that it's kind of like past the point of no return or whatever you want to call it. Okay. But basically, uh, let's see. So this is an article from Headline USA. Not really familiar with it as a publication, but this was written on March second, twenty twenty two. So it's talking in light of recent events in Eastern Europe and Canada, events which can appear to show cracks in the foundation of the so called New World Order. Which, like Biden said, you know, it, there's video of it of him talking about it. I don't know why people are like, that's conspiracy theory. The dude's fucking plugging it, like content. Uh, anyway, it is. Oh shit! <laughs> I, I just I hit the side button on my mouse and it's like it did the back button thing. So it is worth recalling that Russian President Vladimir Putin and Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau have both been participants in the World Economic Forum's Young Leadership Program, and that both have been praised repeatedly by World Economic Founder uh, and Chief Architect of the Great Reset, Klaus Schwab. Uh, the World Economic Forum has come under growing scrutiny re- uh, recently, as many see it as trying to manipulate global crises, including the pandemic and Ukraine war, in order to implement new controls, including a universal biometric ID that would link a person's health information, financial accounts, and more, effectively imposing a China-like social credit score on the masses. Uh, Putin's ties to the program raise questions as to whether the crisis in Ukraine might be altogether engineered to affect such an outcome with the digital IDs being one way to prevent acts of cyber terrorism. And uh, what was it, a couple of days ago, Biden was warning everybody about a potential cyber attack that, I mean, I don't think anything's happened yet, but they're like, hey, like, just be ready. Uh, So let's see. So Schwab has recently condemned the aggression uh, by Russia against Ukraine, blah, blah, blah. But as early as a year ago, he was basically applauding Putin, saying that he's been uh, in membership in the Young Leadership Program of the World Economic Forum since the early 90s. Let's see. And Schwab went on to tell that he was particularly proud of the new generation of World Economic Forum trained leaders like Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau and Vladimir Putin. 
Uh, Schwab said, we penetrate the capitals. Yesterday, I was at the reception for Prime Minister uh, Trudeau, and I know that even more than half of his cabinet are actually young global leaders of the World Economic Forum. Other participants include French President Emmanuel Macron, Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg, Buttigieg, how the fuck do you say his name? Buttigieg. Buttigieg. Uh, Representative Dan Crenshaw, uh, and they're like, apparently they have like a school, like a fucking pipeline for these guys, though. I didn't really know about that. Uh, and then, well, they, they said, while Trudeau is decidedly third tier when it comes to international relations, he is a capable mouthpiece for great reset talking points and is willing to use his own country as a testing ground for globalist tyranny, infamous for implementing strict COVID-19 lockdowns. Uh, and for his draconian response to the Canadian Freedom Convoy, Trudeau was one of the first world leaders to openly embrace the pandemic as an opportunity to, quote, build back better and by resetting global relations. So now the focus of this paper is saying that, like, bigger picture, kind of unclear, but they think that, or they wouldn't be surprised if everything that's happening with Russia invading Ukraine is somehow linked to this, or they would be able to kind of commandeer it in order to like further whatever their goals are, uh, specifically the biometric IDs. And then from there, uh, I started looking into Klaus Schwab more. There's so much shit, but basically, let's see. I don't know if you guys remember up to two years ago, it was like kind of right at the beginning of COVID and everything. Time Magazine was running a ton of shit. Like these are, I tried to find more what would be called reputable sources that people would be like, Oh, like you found some fringe fucking site on the internet that's talking shit about Klaus Schwab. No, this is like Time Magazine. They fucking did a piece in, let's see when this was. Pardon me one second. Let's see. So when Trump got uh, defeated by Joe Biden in the 2020 election, they ran a whole article uh, called The Secret History of the Shadow Campaign That Saved the 2020 Election. This is Time Magazine talking about yeah. a myriad of pre and post election actions taken by a loose coalition of Democratic operatives, grassroots activists, mainstream media tech companies, and corporate CEOs before and after the 2020 presidential election. According to the article, the effort consisted of, quote, a well-funded cabal of powerful people ranging across industries and ideologies, working together behind the scenes to influence perceptions, change rules and laws, steer media coverage, and control the flow of information. Time Magazine, like just out in front with all of it, kind of the way Biden was talking about the New World Order shit. And everybody's like, oh, it's still a conspiracy. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? It was legitimate. Like, like I don't care. Fuck Donnie. Fuck Joe. I don't give a shit either way. Like, I don't want anybody to take it and be like, oh, you're fucking MAGA. Where we go one, we go all. That fucking horse shit. No, fuck all of them. But like with all of this shit, you can't tell me like. I'm not saying the votes weren't counted properly, but it's like they got in way before they implemented controls all, all over the fucking place where you can't even, there's no one source that's going to come out and be like, oh, this is exactly what happened. Or they're going to do what Time Magazine did and be like, no, this is actually a good thing. This was like us putting politics back on the rails. Like people like Donald Trump shouldn't be able to hold office. It doesn't matter what people actually voted for. Uh, and then on that note, we touch on more with the World Economic Forum as far as it's not really a representative form of government or means to implement change, but 
I'll run over a quick summary for it. So the World Economic Forum is an international non-governmental and lobbying organization based in Canton of Geneva, Switzerland. It was founded on the 24th of January, 1971 by German engineer and economist Klaus Schwab. The foundation is funded by its 1,000 member companies, typically global enterprises with more than 5 billion US dollars in turnover, as well as public subsidies, views its own mission as, quote, improving the state of the world by engaging businesses, uh, political or oh, engaging business, political and academic and other leaders of society to shape global, regional and industry agendas. So it's like if voting didn't matter before, it's not really going to now like you people, you're it's you're pointless, except to generate money for the people that are actually in charge of all this shit. They meet in Davos every year. Uh, they have, let's see, they bring together some 3,000 paying members and selected participants, among which are investors, business leaders, political leaders, economists, celebrities, and journalists, uh, for up to five days to discuss global issues across 500 sessions. Blah, blah, blah. The forum suggests that a globalized world is best managed by a self-selected coalition of multinational corporations, governments, and civil society organizations, which right. it expresses through initiatives like the Great Reset and the Global Redesign. So like all of you people saying two years ago, they're like, oh, this is all bullshit. This is like their mission statement. They don't even care anymore. It's all it's it's. It's probably been going on a lot longer than any of us realize. Probably. Anyway, it sees periods of global instability, such as the financial crisis of 2008 or 2007 to 2008 and the COVID-19 pandemic as windows of opportunity to intensify its programmatic efforts. The World Economic Forum and its annual meeting in Davos have received criticism over the years. Challenges raised about the conference and the World Economic Forum itself include the organization's corporate capture of global and democratic institutions and institutional whitewashing initiatives, the public cost of security, the organization's tax-exempt status, unclear decision process and membership criteria, a lack of financial transparency, the environmental footprint of its annual meetings as a reaction of criticism within Swiss society, the Swiss federal government decided in February 2021 to reduce its annual contrib contributions to the World Economic Forum. Not stop them, but reduce them. I don't think they really need much help from the Swiss government, though, uh, because they have, they said, thousands of uh, supporters, basically, and they all have shitloads of money. And then I started to look into who some of the contributors were because like they actually still have this on like the world economic forum website. It's like an alphabetized list of all the people that contribute to their company. Right. And then uh, it kind of, I stumbled upon, I can't remember if it was an article that talked about how, uh, cause BlackRock's what the company that's snatching up all the real estate and like driving up prices and everything. So they were talking about how BlackRock owns fucking everything. And then whatever is not owned by BlackRock is owned by Vanguard and BlackRock and Vanguard technically own each other, but it's not just those two. You also have uh, Berkshire Hathaway and State Street. And basically, uh, this made me think of when I was in sociology class, they played a clip from The Devil Wears Prada with Anne Hathaway and uh, Meryl Streep, I think is who it was. Have you do, you, do you know what I'm talking about? I know what you're okay. talking about, but I've never seen the movie. Neither. Yeah, I've never seen the movie either. Just this one clip, but they're talking about like, oh, how do you decide what you want to buy? And they're like, oh, I go to the store and I look at everything and I choose what I want to buy. And they're like, bullshit, you don't choose fucking anything. It's all been chosen for you because all you have to choose from is whatever was already placed in the store before. And that was decided by like marketing, by fucking designers, by the people that like own the fucking materials to make the clothing and everything. And it's like everything that you think is a matter of choice is actually an illusion and then this actually came up the other day some weird like some weird guy i was just walking my dog 
was like, hey, how are you doing? I'm going to talk to you about Jesus Christ for like 20 minutes and how like capitalism's great and nobody wants to fucking work anymore. And I like Walmart because I get to go there and decide what I want to buy. And I'm like, buddy, you can only choose from what's there already. You don't choose shit in the grand scheme. But like that doesn't matter to most people. But anyway, the same way uh, that you think about that is basically what these huge investment firms and corporations do like the people that own PepsiCo and Coca-Cola, like they'll advertise that they're rivals and it'll be like, oh, we're pitted against each other, but really they're owned by like the same shell corp or like, it's like a Russian nesting doll. The, uh, there's a corporation that owns them. They get all the money from both sides. They can advertise however they want. And then there's people that own them. And basically it's just larger and larger shells until you get to these big four, Vanguard, BlackRock, Berkshire Hathaway, and State Street. And then who owns all of these people or all of these firms? It's actually just investors from the other three firms investing in another one. So it's just this constant rotation of wealth within these four organizations. And so I was like, oh, I wonder if any of these are in the World Economic Forum. And yeah, two of them. So BlackRock and State Street are contributors and members of the World Economic Forum. But it's like, it really doesn't matter because if one of them was in there, they're all technically fucking in there because the money is coming from all of them. But they have two in there. So <laughs> like, I'm just going to I'm going to stop you just for for one second. And yeah, absolutely. Something that you pointed out about the only things that are in stores have been pre-chosen by marketing or whatever, but yeah. yes, they've been pre-chosen as something that would probably sell in their store, but right. you go there and you still make a choice out of the pre-chosen items. So you're still choosing, even though it's been pre-chosen for you. And so right. that sounds like whoever said that shit was trying to do mental gymnastics that whatever, I mean, everything's pre-chosen that like somebody makes a product, right? right. And then you buy it if you like it. You made the fucking choice. Somebody's got to make it and put it in the store. Where do the gun manufacturers fit into all of this? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, no, I know, I know what you're saying. Like, <clears throat> to a degree, uh, I think it's like people thinking about having absolute control over their lives. And it's like, well, really, you don't. But it's like they have to know what's going to sell. And that's based off of, like, consumer hold shit. On. Hold on. Where, where, do the, where do the gun manufacturers fit into this, this scheme? Because... The, what scheme exactly who, who, what we're talking about here how there's like who owns them yeah because or... you have like you have all these different firearms manufacturers and if the if these nefarious uh actors wanted to gobble them up let's say um like a hot cock on a friday night they're just gonna suck that cock down we're gonna buy all that shit up and then just eventually shut it down right well but the, that's Ooh. That's kind of where we get in. It's like, do people really want guns to go away? Or do we just want a bunch of people to think that people are trying to get guns to go away? But it's like all the people that are in charge of it could make it happen like that. But it's like, oh, is there money in it? Or if we have enough people buying up guns, can we pit them against this group? Like, I don't, I'm not saying I know any of this. It's just like a fun little thought experiment because it's like, we kind of got into this earlier with Baudrillard or how, how do you say his fucking name? Where it's like, we're so disconnected from reality we couldn't possibly know what reality actually is we kind of just deal with the symbols and items that we pick up in our everyday lives and what other people tell us to think about them whether it's through the media whether it's through art whether it's through literature religion anything like that mm -hmm. but it's like all of that shit is kind of so far removed from whatever is actually happening like whoever the people that write that stuff implement all of this stuff they can have whatever motives they want and i honestly don't know what it is but like they the big thing tends to be like, oh, we're doing this for your own good or something like, I don't know. 
and it kind of just becomes a giant mind fuck and i'm still only like halfway through all this shit like i it's a mess trying to organize all of it because sooner or later everything that you interact with on a daily basis is somehow tied up in this mesh of all this shit mm-hmm. and it's like you can yeah. analyze it all day and it's like who truly owns it who truly runs it if there is any it's like the joke in like any business hierarchy that I've been a part of, or like the Marine Corps in general is like, Oh, like you have to take it up higher. You have to take it up higher. Eventually it just, Oh, God's in charge. Like it might as well just be fucking God running. Like the idea of God running everything. And like, you'll never fucking know. Hold on. Hold on. What Christopher, what were you going to say? Uh, just an interesting tidbit that I had remembered. So speaking of BlackRock, so it's kind of on subject, hmm. the CEO of BlackRock, Larry Fink, was the dude who came up with the subprime mortgage model, which caused the economic crash in 2007, 2008. Um, and he also profited from that as well. Which then allowed them to buy up more properties, right? Absolutely. So it's like, you ha- yeah, you have, like, that's kind of a thing that bothers me is like how far out or how far in advance was all of this stuff laid out? How well are these plans working out? How well have they anticipated every possible contingency? And this is why I need to finish manufacturing consent still, because that's like a thing that Noam Chomsky touched on is like, you'll have so many people that are like, oh, you couldn't possibly have this many people wrapped up in a conspiracy theory, or you couldn't possibly have every possible avenue mapped out to where you wouldn't have like some resistance or like unexpected side effects or anything. But his point is basically that the people that did this were so fucking smart that they find a way or like, it's kind of like PR where it's like anything, you kind of have to be able to take it on the fly and turn it into a good thing or like make it work for your movement. And basically part of what Noam Chomsky touches on is like all of these people will be like, oh, there's no way this could possibly be happening. So then they just get two groups of people to fight against each other. And then they can go on behind the scenes and do whatever the fuck they want, because all the time you're spending arguing with each other is still distracting you from like the main line of whatever the fuck is actually happening. But like, I don't have like a better understanding of that because I said I haven't finished the book, but Yeah, so we've got Great Reset shit. You have the Time Magazine 2020 election stuff. And that actually, even before that, they they had like a whole, there was a whole issue of Time Magazine that was like dedicated to the Great Reset. And they have, hold on, let me see if I can find the page because I pulled up a specific article. But you've got, you got an interview with uh, Klaus Schwab saying a better economy is possible, but we need to reimagine capitalism to do it. Uh, They've got Europe planning for the Green New Deal. They've got uh, this like opinion piece or like conjecture piece where it's 2023. Here's how we fix the global economy. And like they started off by like, well, it all began in America. And uh, on November 3rd, when Joe Biden defeated President Trump, and this is all written like before the election, it just sounds like some shill like sucking dick for the Democratic Party. But then it's like, oh, all this stuff actually happened. And it's like, oh, well, I mean, coincidence? Like, I don't know. We'll never be able to prove it. No. Uh, and then it's a whole bunch of like critical race theory stuff on like how corporations really need to address racial inequality. You've got, oh shit, there's like a, a bunch of the articles say like brought to you by Sampo Holdings, which is like some firm in Japan. That's like, I ha- didn't have enough time to look into them, but that's pretty interesting because it's like advertising for them. It looks like uh, there was a bunch of stuff for the Olympics coming up and like how they were going to do everything. I like, I wish I had more than an hour and a half to like go over all this shit. And a lot of this stuff, stuff we've talked about before, but it's just interesting how like new things pop up and it's like, you can kind of start connecting them and seeing like, Oh, like, okay, we're going somewhere. Mm. But uh, then there was more on, let me 
X out of some of these tabs so I can find what I'm actually fucking looking for. Uh, you got Klaus Schwab telling people, or, oh, this is actually from the World Economic Forum's website. They're saying like 60%, uh, I don't know where their polling numbers came from, but it's like 60% of constituents have lost faith in like global government over the past couple of years due to all the camp or all the COVID shit. And they're basically saying like businesses need to pick up the slack, but by working with like, uh, experts in fields of whatever they're talking about so like if everybody was like oh we need to start propping up people like anthony fauci and listening to what he's fucking saying so that way we can kind of bridge the gap between government authority business authority and like healthcare authority and all this shit uh let's see and then like looking into klaus schwab more uh i guess let's see so i guess his father was a nazi sympathizer <laughs> <laughs> No, this is where it all gets like it's just it's too fucking much, man. Like I like this is great. Go ahead. So this is uh I don't know how to pronounce some of these fucking words, man. But it's like I need to finish the devil's chessboard too, because it's like all we'll cut we'll have to come back to all this shit. With your time but, over there. We were given dude, this assignment a while ago with the devil. I know, like but I can't just sit and read one book all the way through. I get too bored, so I gotta like bounce around. Anyway, uh and I read Biohazard in that time so it like then you got biolabs in ukraine whatever uh schwab's family company this is schwab the, the father i believe is escher this or vice don't know how to pronounce it uh it was a textile company i believe it was ran in switzerland but then they also had a branch in ravensburg germany uh which was also i guess the first german city to practice eugenics killing the quote useless eaters uh, it also had lots of POW and like slave labor during the Holocaust. It, apparently it was like they had some sort of agreement set up so the allies wouldn't target the city for like, I don't know, you get, you got fucking, uh, it was a transport hub for stolen Nazi gold to the Swiss bank. The Swiss oh, bank fun, bankrolled the fucking Nazis. Uh, I love run by Nazi gold. That's my favorite. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But yeah, Nazi gold to the Swiss bank for international settlements run by Pilgrim Society spies. Alan fucking Dulles, who later ran the CIA. <laughs> and then uh, Edwin V. Pauls or W. Palsy um, and William J. Donovan, who was the current director of the OSS, uh, which was what came before the fucking CIA. So it's like all this shit is just meshed together. And it's like, we'll probably never fucking understand it. But it's like, it's no fucking coincidence that all these people are bumping fucking elbows and they're in charge of everything and they have all this fucking money. And it's like, somehow it all comes back to fucking Nazis getting away after World War II with all this fucking money that they stashed in Switzerland. Now, and now you got fucking Nazis in Ukraine fighting the goddamn Russians, but it's like, that's a good thing for some reason. And that. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. As much Nazis that kill each other as possible, <sighs> the better I feel. If you want, to it's like, how did they make it this long, though? And how did they become? Like... Listen, if we're gonna get into why that ideology, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes things are just a coincidence. And unfortunately, um, coming from a poor family. And working in an environment where I'm surrounded by a rich family, I can tell you kids are given job positions because they can't fucking hack it anywhere else. Yeah. And it could have happened in these types of situations. So maybe, and it could all be fucking nefarious and all. Say, or it could be a century long, nefarious, yeah. multi generational plan to take over the entire planet. 
and destroy That's... humanity and put a boot on our throat for eternity. But then it's like we get into the I'm whole leaning like, more towards that one. <laughs> as like, but it's like the whole double think thing where it's like, oh, the government's like incompetent, inefficient, like impossible to fucking do anything. But also they're like this huge cabal of people that control fucking everything and they're pulling all of the strings and it can't possibly be both. But it's like, how does this shit just keep fucking happening? And it's like, I keep pointing back to like the Dr. Strangelove shit because it seems like in every fucking scientific community on some fucking board where there's a bunch of people with military power or like just scientific interests, there's like always a fucking Nazi that's just like in the fucking sidelines, like in the shadows, like we're just waiting for the right moment to come out and be like, oh, we have these wonderful or wunderbar plans to fucking do all this shit. But like, they're pretty, I mean, Biden. they were. They were really fucking smart. They're good with engineering. I get it. Like, it would have taken a lot more time. Like, it's the whole, oh, we have to stay ahead of Russia. And they took a bunch of Nazis, too. And now it's like the whole China thing. It's like, well, in order to beat China, we have to become China and do all the fucking social credit score shit. And it's like, none of this makes any fucking sense. None of it does make sense. And if I, and if, go ahead. I was going to say, like, it's all, you know, bullshit and it's terrible for you it's <laughs> no, it's so fucking i don't know how to talk to people about normal shit anymore i don't watch sports no, but I, I don't but <laughs> at some point you, it's over. you like you <laughs> but like at some point you reach a point where you are like what the fuck can i do about any of this like if it's really that by design and it's an orchestrated plan like you know, I don't know, like I've gotten to the point where like I've done so much research that I like the the more I know, the less I understand. No, that's the yeah, that's the constant like everything's a paradox. And it's like the, you think you're doing better for yourself by re- who, who was it? It was like a philosopher that's like the pursuit of wisdom. You might as well be chasing the fucking wind because like what good does it do? It just leads to like further confusion. And it's like it's I don't know. I need to stop getting angry about all this shit because it's like no matter what, the end result always seems to be the same. And it's just like, and it fuck could, it, let's just drink alcohol and drugs. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, but then these people that are in charge eventually die. But then, like, do they name successors? And it just oh. goes on and on. Oh and yeah, it. like yeah, their family's doing it, or they fucking found somebody that was willing to do it if their family wouldn't do it. And then it's like, like I don't know. Happened? all these old fucks die that are supposedly in charge like who takes their place like does the plan just keep going like these are the questions i have i don't think there's enough of a generational gap honestly for it to stop it just kind of evolves because it's like the whole we have all of this like technology but it's like in a black mirror kind of way of being co-opted to do all this nefarious shit and it's like sold as an advancement but really it's just a convenience that actually like takes freedom away from you and it's like clearly there are other ways to use all this shit but it's like does that one implementation outweigh all of the other possible uses of that item or technology or whatever and it's i don't know it kind of just feels like the cat and mouse game of like progress or like uh i guess like the pioneers out on the frontier they're like yeah we're out here because we fucking want freedom but it's always like the man was like a fucking step behind them and then it's like that happened with the fucking internet and now they own everything on the internet and everybody's talking about web3 and like i don't know it seems like meta's kind of fallen off or people don't give a shit about it anymore but it's like everybody's like yeah this is how we're gonna buy digital real estate and like be free and it's like all the people that are in charge already own all that shit like what are you at what the fuck are you talking about Mm -hmm. like where are you gonna go they have you in a fucking box 
And then it's like, well, I don't know. Like, what do you do? Except what, bitch about it constantly. I, there's only a few things that you can do, and I've already said how I feel about it. <laughs> like ad nauseum, yeah. Against terms of service for me to advocate for it openly, but we all know what it is. I mean, it's just like, you know, when Angel brought up that, uh, when, you know, we talked about it before about all this terrible things that happen to children in this country, let alone the planet. Like it's, and the same people who are passing laws who are working for BlackRock or one of these companies are all doing the same shit. Like the, the, the world is run by like, I mean, it's, it's beyond James Bond or Batman villain level status because I don't even think that Miss, Mr. Freeze uh, it, you know, in, in the Batman universe was raping kids. He was just pissed off. He was pissed off because of his wife. You know what I mean? Like, you know, in the penguin doing whatever the fuck Danny DeVito does in that movie. That was a wild one. What a weird time to be able to Tim Burton's strange sometimes. I'll tell you that much. Um, <laughs> like the people that are running the world are beyond like Batman villain status. Like they, they're that level of evil, like is like that's what's in control of this planet like the game was lost long ago long ago and the fact that they're buying up all like when that black rock story broke and then for some reason it never gained traction because you of course it never gained traction though these people own everything they own the news and it's like i like that's what manufacturing consent was written when like back then there were like four agencies that controlled everything by now it probably is just one or two like that's the problem though it was out there long enough for the public to digest it, but the news cycle is so fast that they moved you on to the next tragedy before you could even begin to digest the current one. Well, yeah, because that's like the thing, man. That that is a real genuine impact on the average working class American who's mm-hmm. just trying to get that small sliver of the pie before they fucking die and have something to pass on to their uh, to their kids or their grandkids or whatever. But they just don't have, and yes, I, I totally agree that that is part of the manufacturing cons, uh, consent that we're, we're, you know, the diversion of focus, you know, they just keep you moving from one tragedy to the next. Like what was it? And now they got TikTok, dude. It fall, it's like before you had to sit down and watch TV and like talk to people. And now it's just like, oh no, it's with you in your fucking pocket all the fucking time. Or it's not tragedy, but it's just like an endless reel of like mindless shit that you can just fucking scroll through. What, what fucking... bothers me? What bothers me? Yes. And what bothers me is like when Joe Biden comes up and tells the the eighty one million of you that decided to vote for this fucking clown, if that's even real. If that's even real, which I'm not even going to bother trying to jump into that one. Okay. 81 million of you voted for this corpse in a suit. Mm. Wow. Like your alternative was mean tweets and jokes about uh, Horseface, the, the porn star that he fucked. That was our alternative. Was that asshole, that megalomaniac, that egomaniac, or literally a man who could be thrown into the box today and he would look exactly the same if he were really dead. Like, I mean, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. He has dementia. Mm-hmm. And y'all, 81 million of you voted for him, right? And he pooped his pants. And he pooped <laughs> at the Vatican, probably because yeah. Pope Frank told him, I'm going to let the names out of all the kids that you have locked up that you're fucking raping. And he shit himself with fear. Um, but seriously, like, th- this kind of stuff puts me into a whole... Like, that's hard to climb out. It's going to take me days to get over. That's what you have to laugh. Like, Oscar Wilde is the one who said, if you're going to tell people the truth, make them laugh or they'll kill you. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because the George t- Carlin, man, like he, I don't think he was joking. Like everybody's just like, ah, ah, ah. The part that frustrates. <laughs> like, watch him. He's telling you the truth. He looks pissed. Like, and they're all. It's like, why are you fucking laughing? Because <laughs> that's the only way to deliver but, the message. I know, but I, it's like I want to know, and I don't think I ever will. But it's like I want some. I like do people subconsciously address inside, like, oh yeah, this is like all true, and it's so painful that if I stop laughing, I'm just gonna sob, or is it just like, oh, this sounds ridiculous, therefore it's funny? Like, it does it doesn't make much of a difference? But it's like I want to know, because it's like how many people are just operating on so many levels of like denial or ignorance, or like the ignorance truly is bliss thing. It's like I feel like sometimes I'm like, man, I like I'd probably be a much happier person if I just never stumbled into any of this shit before. But it's like this has to be good for something, right? Like that's kind of the way you have to look at everything. Like the this is like meaningful in some way, even though it is incredibly taxing. Here's the thing. I understand what you're saying, but I also want you to understand who you're who who you're trying to get. <laughs> there are people right now on Facebook, you know, the boomers and the the generation after them. Who's the generation after the boomers? That's not X, is it? Because I forget how what the length of time was for the boomers. I, I don't remember. Doesn't matter. None of that shit matters. What matters is, is these old fucks that get on there, older than this fuck right here, by the way. Get on there and they're going to start virtue signaling about paying more at the grocery store. They will be more incensed by a riot that happened at the Capitol where nothing happened over the fact that it's going to cost them triple to go anywhere in their car or that their kids are going to go without food or whatever the case may be. Because now that like we're reading this and we're laughing about it, maybe it's because I had a quesadilla before I came to the studio. So I'm not that upset about it right now. But literally reading that. Like if if they're telling about telling you about it now, it's already happening. Oh yeah, no. Then that's like the who was it that's like I sell stock when I hear normal people talking about it or some shit. Like it's going down when too yes. many people fucking know about it. Like yes. oh that I like uh, the shit that we're all probably talking. Like we're probably year generations behind. Like who know like how far behind the curve we fucking are. And this is all still pointless. Whatever. But like I don't know. I was I started reading uh. I couldn't sleep last night and I started reading like the introduction to the brothers Karamazov and like whoever wrote the fucking introduction, they're talking about like Dostoevsky's struggle with like human psychology and how like he thinks that like secular secularism is like one of the things that like drags men down because like religious thought, like regardless of what you believe, it at least gives people hope and like things other than materialism because it's it and it's like i'm not a big religious guy but it like it does seem to be like oh like the only counter to any of this that i have is like i have to find some material distraction to like physically put in front of me but it's like subconsciously every day like that part of your brain knows it's like hey you know you're just doing this to avoid something else right like what are you going to do about that thing like it's there still and it's just like can we fucking stop for like 10 goddamn minutes (laughs) like i just want to chill out Yes. But I haven't found like a sustainable thing, but it's like, I mean, I think that's a thing that turns a lot of people to like drugs and alcohol, but then it's like, then that just doesn't work for a lot of people or it just straight up kills them. But it's like, then what do you do? Cause it's like alcoholics. It's like, Oh, I'm just going to start chain smoking and drinking coffee. But it's like, you just traded things out. Yeah. But like, so I have a question and it specifically like ties back into everything that we're just talking about. Like what's yeah. the, the, you know, select group of people controlling 
you know, and, and by all of those, those means, but then do they factor in like drug addicts? Because like, if enough of us just fucking check out, how, how do they proceed? They need us to proceed. So like, eventually your brain, like, you know, do you, do you know what I mean? I mean, I don't think like, I mean, yeah, if a bunch of us all fucking died, there'd probably be a problem. Or like, I maybe they have enough money that they're like set and they're like, we'll figure out a way to make more. Because like, I mean, yeah, money is only worth something if there are people to exchange it, right? But like... Yeah, I guess so. But I mean, like, the thing is, is the reality of not being able to purchase property like these basic American dream things, and I guess Carlin's the one who said it, it's a dream because you have to be asleep to believe it. You know, and people laughed and applauded, but, you know, the, you know, the jester was telling the truth the whole time that the part that bothers me and that gives me a, a feeling of hopelessness is knowing that the hoi polloi are never going to pick up on this. And furthermore, don't forget that in every revolutionary mo uh, movement, successful one, it's only 25 to 33 percent of the population that moves the needle. That's all you really need to take. Like in during the American War of Independence. Like it was almost like split. Twenty five percent were active patriots that were fighting against the British government or giving aid. Twenty five percent were loyalists. And then the rest of the population, that's 50 percent, just were getting on with business. It wasn't the entire country erupted and said, fuck this. It was a select few individuals who lit the fire and, and even a, a select portion of the population that took up arms and fought. That's. It doesn't take that many to move, but you need a very radicalized uh, a group of individuals who are going to do something about it. Instead, we're radicalizing over pronouns and we're radicalizing over there's white people that get mad that there isn't enough white people in commercials anymore. Like, who gives a fuck who's in a commercial? That's what that's the cross that we're going to die on. You I idiots. Fucking, I hate commercials. I don't care who's in the commercial. I want everybody to die in the commercial. How about that? Oh. <laughs> Light them all on fucking fire. Get out. Yeah. Get them out. Like, I'm sick of it. Like, mm -hmm. the, the, the the YouTube thing, like, all you fucks that don't remember what it was like when YouTube, YouTube did not have ads. Oh, my God. Oh my fucking God. It was amazing. Man. It was hours of entertainment and learning. With I honestly... I think advertising is like the next step of human evolution. Like it's, they're going to, ads are going to phase us out somehow. Like South Park fucking nailed that shit. They're trying to come up with fucking technology where they can play. If an ad plays on your phone, it can access your fucking camera and track your eyeballs to see if you're looking at the screen. And if you look away, they'll just stop the ad. It's like, you cannot progress to whatever is next until you fucking stare at that shit. And it's like the only way to get past that and not let them win is just to dissociate fucking completely from whatever the fuck you're doing. It's like you mentioned that dude. <laughs> I remember my niece uh, who lives in Saskatchewan now uh, married a fellow that works in the oil fields. Yeah. Beautiful little baby girl that they had my great niece. Now, I guess that's, that's how old I'm getting now. There's great, nieces and nephews to be had wonderful hey it's great it, hey you know it's all gonna end someday anyway so who cares but she's they're great people right but but she had this thing back in 2006 or 7 where it was just a device that you sent text messages it wasn't a phone you couldn't call it it was just a text messaging device and if i could get that i i would have a house phone and that device that's it like i will go back to cassette tapes like, I don't even fucking need, like, the iPad is nice, don't get me wrong. I've got a couple of books on there. I like to read it. 
but like the point where you're getting he's right because if you like even fucking with words with friends god damn dude they even fucking like you have to watch this ad or you cannot close out of this and if you try to like you know force reset it the fucking thing waits for you yeah for you like i want to know the fucking people coding all this shit are they just a bunch of fucking masochists that are just like behind the fucking keyboard like oh fuck yeah i like these fucking people man like i fucking hate them so much i'm gonna make them suffer (laughs) they must be like i'm serious man like it's the whole like the war is lost like oh you know, you know there's a whole big deal about what are people doing like liber- the liberty community is the worst community to be a part of the worst one because nobody's doing what they think the other person should be doing and you know they're all going in different directions and you know i i, I don't know what's happening with it i but what i could tell you is this that we're all doing the same thing we're complaining about it and we're trying to figure out ways like, there's no overthrowing this thing unless we do what we can't mention. But is there, like, an actual thing is the whole, like, my whole question. Like, I understand <laughs> there appears to be an actual thing, but, like, is it really, like, you know, I mean. I get what you're saying. What's the end game? Like, what's the, what, like, what are we talking about here? I, you know, man, <laughs> you know what, and if there's nuclear war which they're teasing every right. little bit every day like then none of this is going then the ads on YouTube won't really matter. No, like you I know. Just, you know, I just I keep praying like please just end everything cuz I don't give a fuck. Well, that's like that's I think that's why I like the Baldrillard stuff so much, the Camus stuff so much and it's like because all of this like it comes down to like if not a fundamental idea, at least like a set of ideas. And then I can't remember who wrote Sapiens but they talk about how like the major thing with human evolution to homo sapiens is like, we can invent intangible things and then just let them run our lives. Like we can live an entire life based entirely on fiction, even though we have physical things in front of us all the fucking time. And it's like, we are the only animals we know of that have ever been able to do that. And it's like, it was kind of a superpower because like you can create reasons to live when there seem to be none and you can have things like hope, But it's like you can also just manufacture so many fucking lies that no one will ever know what is true ever fucking again. Mm -hmm. And then it's just like, what do you do after that? Has anybody ever come back from that? Have we ever reached that point before? Like, how many things have been set in motion that cannot be undone? Like, oh, and I think that we're already there. I think the point has been passed. And this is the thing. I want to go, you know what I want to do, man? Like, I want to go to that restaurant that Christopher went to, the horror-themed one up in Cleveland. Yeah. I want to go to that one because that, to me, is more important than, you know, voting or trying to stop BlackRock or trying to, you know, change the course. Like, there are there are, there are things at play here that are beyond stopping, right? And it's like, how the fuck do you stop? Like, BlackRock in all of its existence is probably like a couple of files that sit in a fucking filing cabinet somewhere. And it's like, yeah, there's like physical things tied to that. But again, it's just a file on a fucking piece of paper that somebody says, hey, this means something. And then everybody follows suit physically according to whatever that fucking paper says, whatever the mission statement is. And it's like, for some reason, you have people that are on board. I don't even know how many people have to be a part of it. I don't know either, but I could tell you this much right now, like whatever it is, it's not like the meaningful relationships, not to get like all fucking soft. But the meaningful relationships you, you develop in your lifetime are probably should be the, the, the paramount concern in your life, period, end of subject. Like, for example, when we go and see Christopher's band play, like whether it's down at the place that we can't talk about because it's the speakeasy and we don't want too many of the people showing up, 
or, or going to the club in Akron, I really enjoy that time. I get to see my friend up there playing bass and his friends playing, uh, playing in the band. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'm happy to be there. I'm happy to go to like different, you know, concerts or what have you. Finally, this, you know, I mean, the next variant apparently is just as scary. So they're going to go oh. ahead and curve everything yet again. But Ugh. like the idea of getting together for barbecues and shit like that or going bowling or fucking hanging out and doing absolutely nothing but like, you know, just hanging out and chatting or like, you know, I have a record player that that I enjoy. I, I like to put plates on there and spin those like I, I was doing um, some of my administrative uh, functions today for my job. And uh, I put a Doors record on there. I picked up in Greenwich Village in 1995. Like it's a real original pressing of the yeah. self-titled album. And I just I just played it and I typed away and I did my job. You know, like Kurt Vonnegut says, if um, if this isn't nice, what is? Like you have to cite those very small moments. Like when you have the chocolate chip cookie, or you know, you do smoke the cigarette that you enjoy, um, or you know, the 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 orgasm, the nap. Whatever the fuck it is that gets you from point A to point B, you know, those that time in between is what's important because the small moments add up. That'll be the majority of your life, right? The going on vacation and going to Punta Cana or Puerto Vallarta or uh, Daytona Beach, if you're into that sort of thing. Oh, you mean all the places that none of us ever get to go to? <laughs> Daytona Beach? Ideally. I've been to Daytona. <laughs> yeah, Daytona sure. ain't, my, ain't my cup of tea. Like, like that's too far north florida for me like if you're gonna go on vacation in florida at least like go further south you know what i mean like you've got tampa you've got naples you've got fort myers my jammy uh fort lauderdale my jammy that's my jam dude orlando's way too hot like that is a different level of heat but i'm saying like those are very small moments if you have them at all right but right. like the daily shit that you do every day, that's the stuff that matters. You can't go even if like you had go to the... work all day and then come home and do other like things and then just go to what bed do you and do then when... go back to work. From what Is I that know, what the fuck you're talking about? Yeah, okay. you're playing Resident Evil for five hours or whatever the fuck <laughs> it is you do. You enjoy that? Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> See, that's the to win one there. Okay, pal. But, nice I mean, work. Other, outside of that, there's not enough. <laughs> That's the shit that bothers me, I think, is, like, I am so terrible at, like, staying in the present moment that, like, by the time I get to the free time where it's like, hey, it's time to enjoy shit, I'm already like, oh, I got to do, like, 10 things tomorrow. Or, like, hey, dude, you still have debt from college that you technically never graduated from. What are you going to do about that? And it's just like, can we all just shut the fuck up? Because it's, like, the only way to win really is just, like, hey, stop. Like, all this shit that gets you all fucking worked up, like, you don't have to do that. But it's like, oh, this is my new addiction. It's like, I just do things that make my brain run fucking circles all the time until I'm tired enough to go to sleep. When in reality, I could do the same thing. I could go out back and dig a fucking hole all day and reach the same fucking end point. So it's like, just create better habits for yourself, maybe that are more interesting and piss you off less. But it's like, there's still that part of me that's like, oh, I want to know what they're doing, even though there's nothing I can fucking do about it. Because I mean- History is pretty fucking interesting because it's like, holy shit, how did we get here? But it's like, dude, you have to fucking stop. Like, you're not going to get all of it. Just chill the fuck out. Or like, maybe save some for tomorrow. I don't know. But it's like, I don't have like uh, the impulse control. It's fucking terrible. It is terrible. And, and I'm with you too, man. Like, I'll be thinking about, like, you know, Saturday comes around and you're thinking, oh, man, you only got one more fucking day. 
Yeah. Day, you know what I mean? But you do. Because it's like that part of you is like, I never want to go to work ever again. And it's like, that's the part that rules your fucking brain. And then there's like, hey, hey, maybe let's come back to like a little bit of reality here. It's like, maybe you should do some laundry or like make some food. So that way you don't feel like shit and not have like a lunch pack when you go to work or something. And then you're going to bitch about a terrible fucking day that you had at work on Monday because you didn't do anything that was actually fucking necessary. And it's just like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's just being an adult. It's yeah. just being responsible. Oh, and it's gotta, like, <laughs> slow down, relax and wash your asshole with Todd's pink soap. <laughs> That's what it's all about. <laughs> That's the meaning of life right there. Couldn't have said it better myself. What are people for? They're for Todd's gay soap. <laughs> right. Thank you. Um, but yeah, you know, in oh, by the way, I do have so I bring you more of the same. <laughs> same. So the soy squad who occasionally gets, you know, it right, and let's be honest, the broken clock is right twice a day, and a blind squirrel finds a nut, this, that, and the other things. So the soy squad, um, who is you know tremendous at what they do, right. So I, they have this excellent article, and I think that you'll enjoy it, and it has to be discussed because, like I said, Vice News, the Soy Squad, does get it right once in a while. This time they got it so horribly wrong that it's it, this article that they put together sounds like the ATF, the local sheriff, and Vice News got together and played, yeah, and, and played circle jerk with each other way it's written, okay? so Make sure you share the share screen. So I can't I share the see. screen because it's on the phone. Okay, I saved it on <laughs> my, my, my cellular. <laughs> okay, so this What's is the article th this one is called um, Glock switches are turning pistols into deadly machine guns. Okay, so this is great. Tiny Glock switches have quietly flooded the U.S. with deadly machine guns. I'm going to read that again. Glock switches. Do we know what a Glock is? It's an Austrian-made handgun. Okay? Yes, thank you. Look at that. You're welcome. Scary machine gun right there that looks like a pistol. Um, well, I, I think they're going off the definition of the machine gun being like it's a, it's a I, mechanized loop where it's like it's basically automated, like not like a Browning Mark 19 or like Ma Deuce or anything like that. Like what you good to discern the difference between any of those uh weapons i mean i don't i don't think so either but like may maybe just devil's advocate a little bit i don't know so here we go um the mongolian boy society was out for revenge six members of the fresno california criminal gang huddled in a vacation rental in november of 2019 cleaning their guns in preparation to retaliate against the asian crips this is wild i never heard of what? any of these guys Asian Crips? I thought you had to be black to get into the Crips. Well, there and that answers my question from like a couple of weeks ago when I like when I asked if if uh, gangs were still actually a thing. So there okay. are Asian Crips. Asian so. Crips. All right. Of uh, for the suspected killing of one of their own, according to the court records, one of the quote triggermen carried a Glock pistol outfitted with an auto sear, a small device the size of a thimble that transformed his semi-automatic weapon into a machine gun capable of firing 20 rounds per second. 20 rounds That's per second. badass. It sounds badass, but it sounds like a terrible attempt at fire control. Like 20 rounds in a second? I mean, if you're, you're close. Better. You're going to be up here in the air by the end of that. Um, around 8 p.m., the crew do uh, drove across town to a palm tree lined street. Moments later, in one of the backyards, they opened fire on a gathering of people. Bullets sprayed through the crowd, killing four and wounded six. You only got four people. When you could, like, you know, 
dispersed 20 rounds in a second you only killed four people that's pretty terrible that kind yeah. of, but, hey but wounded it's, six it's, that's a 50, it's about 50 sending rate. a message <laughs> what'd you say brian that's 50 50 20 sh- well if they only had 20 i don't know how big their magazine was or like did they say 20 shots we didn't say how many people were at the gathering well yeah but that, like I, i'm saying if you shot 20 it, shots it, and on full auto in the 10 snippet in that that thumbnail that we had the video, it looked like that could have potentially been a fifty round drum match. Yeah, if it that. was that, then ugh. okay. So like they got four dead and then ten, so that's four. That's four plus six of the guy. Was it six wounded? Yeah. So ten guys, you managed to kill four of them. Assuming that it was only one bullet per each, too. So then it's like I don't know. So this isn't looking good. This is not looking like an accurate shootout. Of, of rival gang members which i don't have a problem with by the way if gangs want to kill each other i just please leave me alone uh but the house was not a rival gang's den now we're getting to the meat of it um the police later determined that the gathering was a family that had gotten together to watch football so they totally fucked it up six, and football six members of the mongolian boys society were arrested for their alleged involvement in the mass shooting three faced the death penalty and rightfully so an auto sear, the most common automatic conversion device, transforms a semi-automatic gun into a weapon capable of emptying an entire magazine with a single pull of the trigger. We need that. Also known as switches or chips, auto sears have been around since the 70s, but are exceedingly tough to acquire legally in the United States, mm-hmm. where machine guns cannot legally be owned without a special license. We know and we hate every minute of it. Uh, in recent years, these small metal, metal pieces or plastic devices have exploded in popularity on the black market. Imagine that. You made it illegal. So guess what? That's where it's going to show up uh, and gain particular cachet among criminals and anti-government extremists. I, I don't know who they could be talking about. Oh, they'll tell you. Last year, a member of the Boogaloo Boys, an accelerationist movement that hopes to spark a second civil war, epic fail, by the way, they didn't get anything done, used weapons equipped with auto sears to attack a federal courthouse. I mean, you can destroy all the federal property you want. I'm never going to get upset about it. I don't care. Um, unless the Red, does the federal government own the Redwoods? I don't know. I think you should leave them alone. It I, might be a state park. I, I don't know. Either way, somebody, it's not privately owned. Okay, an investigation by The Trace and Vice News found that federal prosecutions involving automatic conversion devices have spiked in recent years. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I just because I scrolled down because I stopped listening because this article is fucking bullshit. So I just scrolled Thanks. down to the bottom of like this, the Vice News. Uh, you asked. I'm just being honest, sir. Thanks. Um, and one of the articles is white supremacist planning power grid attack had fentanyl suicide necklace three men who pleaded guilty wednesday planned to attack the country's power grid and attempt to incite a race war how the fuck why is there the ac is out we're gonna call go kill all the white people like Like, like, the the white supremacist plan is always to start a race war like what the fuck nobody gives a shit nobody cares knock out that their power grid we're gonna start us a race war, boys. Like, Woo! If nobody got no electricity, they all gonna start hating each other. <laughs> I mean, not uh, having air conditioning will put me in a bad mood, but I, I just, just I'm not gonna right. start killing uh people that look different than me. It's just <laughs> I'm just gonna look at them and be like, it's fucking hot, isn't it? Don't you hate this? And they'll be like, right. yeah, I'd get angrier, <laughs> but my underboob sweat is already bad enough. Correct. And we have a solution to that sweat, but we'll get to that in a minute. Don't you worry. 
Uh, so Angel has completely dismissed this article out of hand. Um, it's she stopped listening. It's bullshit. But I would like to know where. Oh, never mind. I know how to manufacture these. I don't know how, but I know somebody who can. Um, the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives. So if guys, you don't know who these people are, they burn to death children uh, in Waco, Texas, and they are a criminal <laughs> terrorist organization, and all of them should be prosecuted to the they, full extent of They them. also shoot dogs and will also shoot at pregnant women. Correct. Yes. While holding a child. Right. Yes. Well, yes. like the thing that, that bothers me the most about this article is like they're like, oh, we're afraid of people who, who do this. Like you have no fucking idea what's outside your door. You have no idea. And if you're afraid mm. of somebody who will like shoot their load in like, you know, two minutes, <laughs> right? Like you have no idea. Like those two minutes is pretty generous. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty generous just, there are so Shooting many loaded two minutes like, there's so many nut jobs and jay and i talked about that jobs two like, minutes. He, he was uh he's completely right the lone fucking wolf is the person that you got to worry about always always it's it's confirmed it's all <laughs> it's the normal looking people that are fucking quiet dude yeah. like i don't know like... the, the falling down film that is actually a documentary of <laughs> over oh, time man. yeah that movie yeah haven't you ever heard that the customer is always right and then you pull out a tech nine like you've had it at the burger joint because you were late for breakfast or whatever um so check this out so in 21 years so in 2001 this guy's been a member of this terrorist organization called the atf for 21 years his name is jeffrey boshek also known as a terrorist Quote, auto seers are everywhere on the street right now, he said, a 21-year-old ATF veteran who now serves as a special agent in charge of the Dallas Field Division. The, quote, they're one of the scariest things we've dealt with since I became an agent. So since before 9-11, with 9-11, the uh, anthrax and all the other bullshit that we've been putting up with for 21 years, this is the scariest thing. See, that's what I mean. It's like they wrote the article for them. Like this the, is the most important election ever. This is <laughs> exactly <laughs> got to keep it going, man. I, 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 I the, the, the ascent of the auto seer has been propelled by its availability and ease of use. The American market is largely supplied by China, where manufacturers sell the devices on websites such as Alibaba and Wish.com directly to consumers. Law enforcement officials have said. Auto sears are often advertised as airsoft parts or tools and shipped with false documentation and packaging labels. They can also be created using a 3D printer. One person in a person's hands installation could take just seconds and require scant technical knowledge or tools. I know the market provided a solution to your guys' stupid uh, laws. Who would have thought? It's so simple, says Rick Vasquez, the former head of the ATF's firearms technology division. The information is out there and the knowledge to do it is out. Well, my only hope is that somebody with an auto seer runs into an ATF agent and straightens them out. How? I'm not going to say because it's against the terms of service agreement. Um, but they're a terrorist organization. I don't care how many of them get shot up. I, I don't care. You can you heard it here. Like, I, fuck you. Fuck the goddamn ATF. Fuck everything that you motherfuckers have done. Even you, you're so embarrassing that the FBI, who is a, a larger collection of jerk offs, thinks you're the bigger jerk off. Even the FBI's like, we're assholes, but we're not the fucking ATF. I mean, that should be their slogan, right? Mm -hmm. The FBI, 
at least we're not the ATF. You know, well, that was like, remember when Al Qaeda was like, hey, yo, ISIS is kind of fucked up, but <laughs> they're like, they're, we're not even, they're too extreme for us. Like, <laughs> yeah. Al Qaeda came forward and said, listen, I know that we have our differences. However, these ISIS fucks, I mean, you ain't seen nothing yet. You know what I mean? And we were like, oh, whatever, you know? <laughs> and then next thing you know, um, uh, Russia's involved in, in Syria fighting ISIS, and then we were bombing people. And you know, it's just a lot of fun. The, the arms manufacturers have, like, their, their, their uh, dividends and profits sharing and all that other good stuff. It's just, it's the, to the moon, baby. Like, they're having a great decade. And it's only two years in. So what what excitement what, i wonder what we'll be talking about the show probably won't last until 2032 maybe it will i don't expect to be alive by then but we'll see oh shut the hell up i mean nuclear war dude like oh well i, I honestly i don't think it'll happen i mean i'm fatter so that means i'll last a little bit longer when the food runs out but eventually hey, that's coming up <laughs> i mean i love the picture they picked on the drudge report for this too i've left it up the whole time it's just like you should Put the Drudge Report up there. I want people to see Joe Biden's face. Like, he's so, he's trying so hard to remember what he's doing. <laughs> look at that. Like, look at him. He's like, I- I'm being attentive. I just don't know why. <laughs> yeah, look at that. Look at that fucking face. Oh, my God. Look at him. He he doesn't know where he is. And the Secret Service guy that's behind him, you see that guy? Uh, by by the by the what is it the worker that's there doing all the work yeah that guy he's just like counting it down he's like hurry the fuck up please get the take the picture we got to get grandpa back in the fucking car you know what I mean like he looks like he can't be bothered he's already thinking about it's like the longer this takes the more we risk him shit in his pants come on let's wrap it up wrap it up let's go um I'm really excited for what the future holds with a foodless nuclear wasteland. Uh, yeah, can't wait. Can't wait. Um, I think the only way out is through. Fallout Four, you're getting some. Uh, you're getting some uh, practice in. Yeah, I mean, you know, the weapons are a little bit weird. Like, um, there, there's no 3D printers, so like, they're like pipe guns. Like, they're you know, they're like the makeshift ones that you had before. You could make frames and you could make receivers and stuff like that. But I mean, yeah, you should have to be careful of you know eating food out of the ground because the ground has been radiated. By the way. Do you know what plant actually soaks up radiation? Hemp. Hemp. Mm -hmm. Nature's own solution to radiated ground. So if I were you guys, use, I would start buying hemp seeds because it's looking a little grim. Um, By the way, if you're not on Telegram, I highly recommend it. And I'm going to tell you why. Because Telegram is kind of like the decentralized, I don't know, sharing service. I know it was created by some Russian fellow. I don't know who it was, but like you could do whatever you want on there. And yes, you can find the Azov Brigade on Twitter and you can see exactly what they're doing on, on there. Twitter or on Telegram. Or Telegram. Sorry. Okay. The shit that I sent it to the group, this th- these Nazi fucks are fucking up the Russians in the biggest way you could ever imagine. I mean, essentially, you kind of like let these two pit bulls fight each other until they're hopefully they both kill each other. Right. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the, the Nazi fucks and the Red Army. There's no winners here. Like, you can't you can't take a team here. Like, I mean, it's like, come on. Like, this is this is what I have. To, like, is it the South Park thing? The douche and the turd sandwich. This is what I have to pick from. Yeah. Right. But like it, they are really like they're still holding out in Maripol, the city of Maripol and 
Azov is, you could take this with a grain of Nazi, I mean salt, but you could take it with a grain of salt. <laughs> They're saying that the Russians are being forced forward by commanders with guns to their backs. So it's kind of like an enemy oh. at the gates thing that they're being forced to charge and they're getting fucking ripped apart. Sounds about right. Um, so I, I, to me, I mean, it sounds a little bit rich, but at the same time, would I be surprised by people who are desperate at this point in time to get the job done? Who knows? I, I don't know. But um, Telegram is an interesting place. There's also anarchists on there who are also fighting on the same side as the Azov Brigade. Our battalion or whatever it's called. Um, what a time to be alive. It's um it's an interesting time to be alive before it all ends. Um, you'll eat nothing and like it. Happy Thanksgiving. I you know what's funny is oh, like no, Christopher's no. current employer and my former employer, every time I hear about some nat, nat some disaster happening, I'll just I, I'll never I'll I'll always picture my former supervisor standing there you know like hey you know i'm sorry it was late you know <laughs> there's this huge nuclear explosion and like you know uh you know i got my car got knocked off the road and you know i'm i'm dying of radiation poisoning be like damn man that's crazy but uh you know you were late so that's gonna be half a point like they would still hand out points like seriously like the soullessness of some employers on this planet is par excellence now i don't have that problem right now right now not to mention, I don't care anymore now. Mm -hmm. I call off when I don't sleep enough. Forget it. If I get less than six hours, you know, I'd take a sick day. That's what's happening now. I'm at that age now. I'm, I'm an old man. If I don't get, if I get less than six hours of sleep, I am fucked. Like, I am not in a good place. We got to take the day off. And the worst part about it is, is even if I call off because I'm tired, I will find something to keep my ass awake all day long. I'll be like, well, now that I have the day off, let's play some Xbox. Yeah, you can't upset the sleep schedule, man. And then you'll just be up all night again and you won't right. get enough sleep for the next day. And it's a vicious cycle, really. So, like, you're doing yourself and you're an employer a service, honestly. Well, now that you put it that way, I got to find a way to give my employer a non-service. I will work less tomorrow. I will look at more things on the internet instead of doing my job tomorrow. Uh, do you remember, Christopher, when that was a big deal? Like, we just stay off the internet at work. You know, don't get on the yeah. computer. You guys are on MySpace too much. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. And now that you have, like, the fucking computers that we had back then, like, my fucking iPhone is, like, so far advanced from that. Like, what do they? And then, remember, they didn't want you texting. They didn't want you texting on the job. And, every like, we had these order pickers. That would go 40 feet in the air. You had to wear a five-point harness, which is very uncomfortable for your ball sack. Very uncomfortable, especially on a hot day. And if you're doing commando, there's no, like, harness to keep the boys in line. So your balls start to hang down, and maybe you clip them when you put on the harness or what have you. It's, it was a rough time. It was a rough time. It rides up a little bit. You're showing a little too much thigh for everybody at work. But we used to go all the way up in the air, and we would talk to each other 40 feet up in the air, or I would go all the way up in the air and like put my hands inside of a box and just grab my phone and just text away. And you couldn't really see what I was doing. I could be counting parts. I could be cycle counting. I could be picking parts or I could be texting. Either way, I was 40 feet up that way and you were down there and there was no way for you to tell. And Plausible then, deniability. <laughs> and then remember other people would get mad because you'd be taking up the lane. I'm trying to get to this fucking bin, I, and you guys are in the way talking or texting, and it's like, shut the fuck up, man. You just got here. Relax. Relax. Um, good times. Yeah, if you're late, that's a half a point. So nuclear war, too bad. That's a half point. 
Sorry. Oh, your grandmother's on fire. Fuck you. It's a half a point. Um, uh, my grandmother. It's only excusable if your immediate family's on fire. That's right. My grandmother <laughs> being on fire. No, your kids. All right. We'll let it slide <laughs> once. Okay. Oh, your house caught on fire. You should have stayed in there because now you got a half a point. And you're over six. We got to fire you. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's all I have for this week. Get on Telegram if you want to see uh, what's really happening. By the way, I was in contact with an individual whose name is Colin. And Colin is in Kharkiv right now. And um, we communicated via Snapchat. You may not have my Snapchat handle. I'm not going to do that. Not that anybody wanted anybody. We're like, Jake, come on. We don't even want to fucking look at your stupid pictures. They're going to take pictures of your dog and your dinner. That's all you're going to do. Um uh, it's not that exciting. I do nothing, and it's fine. His dog is dinner and his dick. That's it. <laughs> the three, the three D's, baby. The three D's. Oh God, it's true. It really is. Um, uh, he's in Kharkiv right now, and when he gets someplace safe, uh, he's going to join us on the show, and we're going to talk about what he's seeing boots on the ground in that city that's under siege by the Red Army. So I'm pretty excited about that. Um, Really excited to hear what that's like. So, yeah. I just saw Brian's head just go f- to the, like, because of the dog. I know I saw it. it was yeah, funny. I see, like, you know, <laughs> huskies have the tail that pops up and it looks like a shark's fin. It's almost the equivalent to that. Like, you know, there's a patrol happening. There's, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, he's always lurking. Yeah, lurk. <laughs> I like that. Lurk. Lurk is a good word. Then and you hear the tick, 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 tick. Yep. Yeah. Or I'll, it'll just be totally quiet in my room at night. Like I'll be trying to sleep and then I just hear like soft panting and it's just like, okay. Cause that's like his first thing and the escalation to like get your attention is just like start breathing slightly louder. And then when you don't, you don't do something. Like, it's like, yeah, it's like that little, you know, the, the meme of like the, from fucking alien where like the little mouth is like right next to Sigourney Weaver's face. And it's just, he'll just get right up there and just go like, and it's just like you sit there like uh, like trying to like ignore it and then eventually it'll start pawing at you uh-huh. just a little bit and it's just and then eventually it's just like woo. <laughs> and then if you ignore that then it's like woo. then it's like fuck fine like we'll go <laughs> yeah i'll oh. we'll go do whatever you want to do like <laughs> the joys of owning a dog it could be oh yeah could be worse oh it could be absolutely so much worse and it will get worse so (laughs) um, does anybody have anything else i feel like uh you know we've run our course here and yeah no um no you're tired great christopher do you have anything else no sir okay brian anything else you still got a lot of work to do sir Oh, I know. Uh, no, I'm kind of hungry. I'm going to go eat some food before it's all gone for good. Yeah, that's enjoy a good it. idea. Enjoy it while you can. Mm-hmm. Uh, lentils, go enjoy Arby's. lentils and centipedes. Yeah, what's Arby's going to sell? They have the meats. They're going to run. We have the bugs, you know. And right. Effect. I don't we know. Have we the have meats. the meats. Uh, we have so, the lentils and soy cheese. They'll have a little asterisk next to it where it's like, this was lab grown and fucking whatever. You know, <laughs> like uh, a 3D printed. 3D printed smeat that Bill Gates fucking made. Like you, you, you smother that fucker in fucking hot cheddar cheese mm-hmm. and maybe a little horsey. I'm in. I don't give a fuck where you grew it. I'll pass on the horsey sauce. Okay, fine. Yeah, I'm I more agree. for me. What? No horsey sauce. Yeah, horsey and Arby. I'll, I'll, I'll put straight horseradish on, but the horsey sauce, putting horseradish and mayonnaise does not make mayonnaise good. No. 
Fair enough. I like mayonnaise on sandwiches. I, I hate mayonnaise. Like sandwiches, though. Five pounds of ice cream and five pounds of shit. You just get ten pounds of shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I'd like to thank our sponsors, agorasnexus.com, of course. I also like to thank iPain Acme, where all accidents are happy accidents. Don't forget to check out Ray Faba, fine art and design from the Great Lakes and Team Mandalore, who keeps cycling very, very weird. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the time has come for us to discuss uh, Easter is upon us. On the 17th of next month, the rising of zombie Jesus is upon us. <laughs> Three days after he was murdered by the government for speaking out against it, if he existed at all, which I am inclined to believe that some uh, Jewish revolutionary was alive and telling people not to listen to the government. And then they were like, watch fucking this. You you, you upset the state religion and the, the government. You got to go. But to celebrate that wondrous occasion where zombie Jesus comes back, the only person <laughs> from the dead, let us celebrate together. Perhaps you're getting together and you may not have ham this year. You may not have turkey because you may not have anything to eat. But what you can have is a clean ass. When you sit next to each other and just look at each other while drinking radiated water, perhaps, since there's no food, at least you can smell good for that special someone or someone's, perhaps your family, while you're sitting around the Easter table, reminiscing of the halcyon days of Easter egg candy, and of course, copious amounts of ham and spring light delectables. Now, just a mere memory. But don't let your good smelling asshole be a memory. Let it be a constant reminder all the time. Smell good, even during the apocalypse, when all hope is lost, the hope for a clean asshole will always be with you as long as you shop at akronapothecary.com and my friend Todd's very gay soap, cold-pressed gay soap made from precious gay hands to be directed to your ass. Gay, straight, trans, all different races, colors, creeds, lack of religion, many religion, it doesn't matter. If you believe in many gods, even Thor and Odin, my gods would appreciate a wonderful smelling asshole. I'm sure Thor would be an Asgard looking around saying, gosh, what is that wonderful smell? And Odin be like, I washed with Todd's gay soap. And then Thor would be like, wow, are you going to wear that for Ragnarok too? And he's like, I'm going to wash all the time with Todd's very gay soap in Asgard. So uh, use the promo code ASSMASTER for no percent off, just for a good time. Uh, put that in the um, the email. Like Todd, I was told to put ass master in the email to get uh, no discount, but a laugh. And sometimes that's more valuable than getting a discount on the soap. So uh, I hope you guys enjoy the week. Um, I don't have anything positive to say except that these shades are great. Um, I'm I can feel myself getting cooler every day. Every day that I wear these awesome shades, I even wear them early in the morning when there's no reason to whatsoever. <laughs> because I like to keep my enemies guessing. Like, what is he looking at? Okay. I'm looking at Todd's gay soap. Have a great week, everybody. Um, and if you don't, I'm sorry. And tell your uh, your enemies to go fuck themselves. Especially that's the ATF. That's what I do all the time. Especially the ATF. Bye, everybody. See ya.